Hi, this is Michael Shalingo, and you're listening to One Montville Unites. Tonight, Bansri and I are talking about historic events in Black history. It, it is February, after all, it's Black History Month, and Bansri and I thought we would talk about some of the uh, notable events in Black history. Bansri has recently watched uh, the Hidden Figures movie, which is a fantastic movie. Uh, it's a great book for those of you that like to read. And we we took some of the events out of that book and built upon it uh, from the points of education and uh, historical events in Black history. So, hi, Bunsri. How are you? Hi. Hey, Michael. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. It's cold out. <laughs> I hate winter. <laughs> I'm done with the snow. <laughs> like to fast forward. Um, yeah. So let's get into it. You did you did you uh, did you finish watching the movie, or are you still in the middle of watching it? I almost finished it, but my you know my kids were home, so I wasn't able to completely get to the end. But um, it's a it's a really good movie. But beyond the movie itself, the story is is incredible. And in the context of it being the nineteen fifties and sixties when all of this happened, it's it's even more amazing. And for people who don't know, I'm not going to you know spoil anything, but I'll give you a little bit of the um, background with, about what the movie was about, was about. Cause it's really, it's based on a true story and the true story is what's really incredible. Um, mm-hmm. So back in the 1950s, um, you know, right around when the space race was, was starting between us and like you know, the Soviet Union, um, uh, the NASA was, uh, had a computing department full of like computers and computers, the term, this was really interesting to me. The term actually was referring to human computers. So the first computer was actually just like, was a person. So they had a department and um, one department was actually um, African-American women who were like mathematicians and human computers and who were very much involved in the the, the mathematics of like making these uh, space missions happen. and this story talks about uh, three of them, um, Dorothy Vaughn, Katherine Johnson, and Mary Jackson, and kind of tells their story. And um, it's, it's, it centers more, um, uh, centers on Katherine Johnson a little bit. And she, she was kind of the one who might have been the most kind of fascinating um, because she was... Um, Incred- like she was like a child prodigy, prodigy. and um, at the it, she grew up in um, where was it in West Virginia. And what was really interesting, I was doing a little bit of reading about her. So she was a brilliant mathematician. She was just like incredibly mm-hmm. smart. And um, mm-hmm. the, so the movie, uh, and she was born in West Virginia in um, 19, uh, 1918. And um, you guys may remember the movie uh, A Beautiful Mind about like um, John Nash, and he's also like one of the most brilliant minds in like in the 20th century. And he was actually born like a decade later, 20 minutes away from her. So it's kind of funny, wow. funny that like these, the two, something in the water, yeah, two right? of, like the <laughs> smartest, like most brilliant minds in that century were born 20 minutes apart in like the same, same decade, basically. So that was kind of cool. But um, anyway, so she was very smart. Um, and at the age of 10, she actually, um, she started high school at the age of 10, which is kind of mind blowing. And what was, what was, was interesting was it kind of starts off a little bit, like the movie starts off a little bit touching about this. So this is kind of the opening scene. She starts off at high school at age 10 and where her family, where they lived, there was actually not a high school that like allowed 
black students. So mm-hmm. she, you know, she didn't really have anywhere to go. So her family had to sort of relocate somewhere like a few hours away. And, you know, this was pre like before highways like this, it was going for a few hours yeah. away. is not, it was not an easy thing when there was like no highways and like, no, you know, like not so much modern technology like now, but Anyway, so they had to really go through a lot of hoops to like get her to to, to a high school that allowed her to go. And um, she graduated high school at the age of 14 and started college at, at 15 and graduated college at 18 at like in like, like summa cum laude. She was wow. like just mm-hmm. like next level genius. And, you know, but if it wasn't for her parents really making education a priority and really just like kind of uplift like you know uprooting their whole life so her and her you know siblings could could attend high school because if they had stayed in their in their their town just that's like they wouldn't there would be no high school education for their children because there was just no opportunity and i mean i imagine most people could not did not have the option she because she was so smart that kind of afforded her a little bit of opportunity because of you know her skill set that's that high school Mm -hmm. that that the high school she went to really wanted her but um most kids in her town where there were there was no high school for for black students probably just didn't get a high school education they went to work yeah they went to work you know I watch a lot of movies and stuff because Sherry read a book. My, I talk about Sherry all the time. My wife is, is fantastic. Sherry read, read a book and said, oh, we should watch this. It's going to be a good movie. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, and it was Academy Award. It's like, it it was like the biggest deal at the time. So I sat down and watched it and, and I was so drawn into the story. And that specific topic where you talked about where they didn't have a school to go to. They're, they're like you're talking about 1930. There was right? segregation, so, so just, right? So there was it was right. for there's no school. Not to be clear, it's not no school at all. Just no school for black students for them. Yeah, right. No school for them, which is a a big deal. And you're also talking about 30, the 19 1928, 1930. People were dirt poor. Like they, they didn't they they didn't have a car. They didn't they couldn't afford to drive two hours. The gas involved, like the the. It was just mind boggling in that just the struggle to get the kid to go to school, right? And to go to to move to go to school because of the talent. Yeah. Like you said. And that that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And had her had her family not pushed and strived and, and gone that extra mile to get her there, like we wouldn't have gone to the moon. Like you think about that, 1969, we wouldn't have gone that's, to the moon if they didn't send their kids to high that's school. That's really funny. Yeah, I mean, that one event really like was so important to basically our whole country. Right. I mean, she was actually instrumental in so much. She was instrumental in um, like Project Mer- Mercury, Apollo 11, uh, like John Glenn, like his his uh, venture. So all that stuff, I mean, she was really important. And, and in 2015, uh, President Obama actually awarded her the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is really cool, you know, and this all... This mm-hmm. all came to be because her parents t- were able to, you know, somehow find a way to give her the education that really her, her, her town, her neighborhood, her government did not give her a chance to have. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it just kind of makes, makes, it makes you think um, about all, like, we know that in America, 
education varies so much depending like depending on where you live. Uh, that's why yeah. why my family moved to Montville because we know the schools here are good. We could afford to move mm-hmm. to Montville. Um, you know, I know a lot of other areas that just they do not have the kind of education system that, you know, Montville does have. And it sort of makes you wonder if these kids who go to some of those, like, you know, those school districts, if, if they were given the chance to go to somewhere like Montville or to get that level of education, where would they end up, you know, and they don't, they don't. So, so, you know, they end up where they do, but, you know, it, it just watching this, it makes me think that like, just the chance to have an equal opportunity for a good education, mm-hmm. like not just any education, but like a good education would change the entire trajectory of someone's life. And, and hidden figures really, I mean, it, that movie kind of, um, it opened my eyes to, to that duality in education at the time and the changes that got made throughout history. And, and because of, the effort of parents because of the effort of students and the effort of, of politicians too. You don't take it away from, from folks that, that actually worked to write the laws um, and change things around. But it, it wasn't until the late, the mid to late sixties where we started to put things in um, like the higher education act and the civil rights act. And there were still kids and families trying to get there, to get educated, to get a better, higher education in areas where it wasn't heard of. Like, so you, you didn't, you couldn't go two hours to school and there was a university in your town. Um, you know, I read about a, a couple of incidences where, um, as an example, University of Georgia uh, in 1961, they didn't have, they still had segregation and African-Americans like Hamilton Holmes uh, and and Charlene Hunter Galt made their made a stand and said, no, we're, we want to go to school here. James Meredith in, in University of Missouri in, in 1963, the same thing. I, you know, they they made their case and they got admitted. They had to go to school with armed guards, yeah. you know, to to make sure that they could go to class without being assaulted. But. The effort, the persistence, the aspiration of saying, you know what, I, I, I have a talent, I have an ambition, I want to go to school, and I don't want to go two hours away. I don't want to go to a historically black university that I can't get to. Um, and, they, and they changed the face of education through their persistence, which is really important. That's um, yeah. It, it's pretty imp- impressive because these we have to remember that these students were seventeen or eighteen when they did this, you know. And it's it's. Right. I mean, I don't have, like sometimes I don't have the courage to speak up when I probably should, you know. And I'm you know, <laughs> like double their age, you know. So it's really impressive that these students in a pretty hostile climate were willing to put themselves out there and. and and they stand out, you know, they're not going to, they can't like, they're, they, it's, it's going to be difficult. You know, it's going to be very difficult mm-hmm. though, and almost entirety of their existence, like, you know, their time there and they did this and it, you're right. It paved the way for future generations to take advantage of schools locally, which is really important because you, mm-hmm. you can't live at home and go to school two hours away. You have to pay for dorm and all those things, you know? So going somewhere that is far or if that's the only chance you have, it really is such a hurdle because forget tuition. I mean, a lot of, like there's the whole added expense of having to live on your own and not be able to be supported, you know, in your parents' home. So 
these students who fought for the right to not just go to 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 have the chance beyond historically black universities and colleges to to have opportunities at their local universities they you know made such a dramatic difference and their courage you know changed you know the landscape of education permanently it's an achievement it's it's really just and and for for history just in history in general it's an achievement on on what I would call the the backs of children. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, 17, 18 years old, you're an adult. You know, we we I, I consider Alexander, my 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 older guy, um, an adult. He can make his own decisions and he has really great, uh, well-informed opinions. But his world experience and worldview is much, much smaller than we would consider, you know, being a real adult. Now, in the 60s, um, in the 40s, in the 50s, um, you know, they had a different level of experience growing up. So I, I can't really compare the two, mm-hmm. but you're right. It still had to be pretty scary when you had to go to class with an armed guard. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and everyone's looking at you and you're, you feel completely out of place. Like that's just, that takes so much courage and, you know, persistence it's it's really amazing in, in mississippi right <laughs> and you're talking about mississippi too where historically they don't have the best track record for for segregation mm-hmm. right so they, they they it took them a while yeah um it took them a while to become what they are now which is which isn't in some places even um as good as others in the united states so yeah. um you know uh, I, I, you know, and I, I did want to make mention of the fact that after those things happened, after those those kids got started their education, then kind of America started to wake up. Then our politicians started to kind of say, hey, you know what, we should be able to afford these kids Pell Grants, uh, support financial assistance for um, for African-American kids, just like we do uh, the white kids. They should have some level of opportunity not necessarily always equally even still then and sometimes not even now but um uh, um it's it's a continuing battle yeah yeah and you know it's 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 pretty wild to think that when when you're you know you're talking about all this stuff and these changes in in laws and you know opening these doors and it we're so far removed from it you know because it's like 2021 Mm -hmm. and it's like it's it's that was like basically 50 years ago. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's not very long ago. It's kind of mind-blowing. I mean, we've, you know, just in the history of like kind of almost every aspect of, aspect of society, the last like 20, 30 years, like has been an ex- explosion mm-hmm. in change, you know, whether we talk about technology, education, like it's just been so much change. So we think of ourselves as, as so advanced, but, you know, and, and we, you know, we are, but that was, was not a long time ago. And for a lot of people, like, they they remember those times they were obviously alive during those times and you know it's just it's going to take more time for kind of like the more more permanent changes to happen because again this this is like we're still living the history you know it's it's only 50 years ago it's only 50 years ago it's not like we're not talking about like 200 years 300 like so long ago where it's like oh you know it's not really relevant now no it's still relevant because those people are still alive things that happen to them continue to like you know have obviously like you know affected their lives the opportunities that they whether they got or they didn't got where they are now where where you know where it led them in life or and where you know it didn't lead them in life too and so all the opportunities that were sort of like not 
allowed for so many black people until much later that has that has effects that we see today that's what i mean yeah no it's it's absolutely true um the rate of change is is what mathematicians would call call uh, asymptotic right so it it doubles and it doubles and it doubles and it doubles yeah. until it goes from it goes from a slow curve to you know the rate of changes to the sky and uh, and it's so fast that um a hundred years ago is uh, sticks and rocks versus yeah. today we live in spaceships. <laughs> right, it's, right, right. it's crazy how fast um, we evolve once we've started to evolve. Yeah. And it's like a snowball rolling down a hill and turning into an avalanche. My mom would have said, you know, 10 years ago, she would have said that people make their own opportunities. And I didn't get that. Like when I was a, when I was a kid growing up and and in in college I didn't even I didn't understand people make their own opportunities um, until I started to watch some of these movies and understand uh, these people and and their contributions and say wow so they did make their own opportunity they didn't want to go to school or they couldn't afford to go to school so far away and they they pressed this opportunity to do more yeah. than they were able to. And it wasn't just for, it didn't turn out to be just for themselves. It turned out to be for the benefit of everybody when we look back on it. Yeah. It's really impressive. It is, it is. And, you know, we, when we think of Black History Month, we think of like these, a lot, a lot of names come to mind, but sometimes we forget the little people who were not, you know, people don't really remember and don't really, you know, think about as often and you know the, the like those first students like like Katherine Johnson and, and you know the students who who spoke up and said we want to be part of this they might not be remembered so much in history but they're they have made such a big impact and allowed open so many doors for people in you know future generations so I'm glad that we got a chance to kind of highlight what what kind of all the students that made made opportunities happen for other people me too. So if you haven't watched uh, Hidden Figures, go and watch it. It's a really good movie. It's a it's a Disney movie, so you'll end up feeling good at the end, and you know you will. <laughs> um, but it really does. It's a it's a it it really is a biographical historical picture. So so you'll get a good education while you have a little bit of fun watching yeah. it. And if you've if you watched it, it's Black History Month. Watch it again. It's worth <laughs> it. Um, and you know if you want to learn more about uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1965 or historically black universities, Wikipedia is not a bad place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, you know you can you can get a little bit you can get a lot in a little bit of a in a little short period of time. Um, So for that, um, we'll talk to you after Valentine's Day. Happy Black History Month. All right. Happy Black History Month. Bye, guys. Take care. care.